Racism, racism, racism. You're racist. I'm racist. The board guy's racist. We all are racist. That's according to the ignorant TV news stations. When you listen to them, you would think we're back fighting the Civil War. We're not. It's all manufactured because of the election. They do it again and again and again. Trust your eyes and see if you come up with the same conclusions. My sister, she went to the farmer's market the other day. All races, colors, and creeds, skinny people, heavy people, tall, short, handsome, pretty people, all sorts of people getting along. So very polite, helping each other out, all under one roof. Along with many interracial couples that nobody has a second thought about. I go to the bank, the grocery store, sporting events, social gatherings, bars, and again, all races getting along, talking, laughing, having fun. Where is the racism? Tell me. The book says, there does not exist among you Jew or Greek, slave or free man, male or female. All are one in Christ Jesus. Seriously, where is this horrible racism? I saw a black dude on Facebook talking about the same exact thing. He also asked, where is the racism? He says he has white friends, black friends, Puerto Rican, all kinds of friends. Says his girlfriend is white. All is well, all is good. And then he asked the people listening, he asked, do you think you're actually a racist? And the black dude said, hey, I can answer that for you. You're not. So those idiots on TV, the news stations, are trying to cause trouble once again where there is none. Am I saying there's absolutely no discrimination in our lives? No, of course not. But, is it, but it is nowhere near what it was 50 to 100 years ago. Are you kidding me? They're trying to take us back in time. It's not going to work. It's old news. Yes, discrimination, as I said, exists. But for a lot of people, not just black, do you have any idea? Do you realize how the Indians and women were massively discriminated again since the beginning of time? Do we have rallies and talk about that? No, never. In an, in an ideal Christian world, there would be absolutely no discrimination of any kind. The book says, with God, there is no favoritism. Truly understand that God shows no partiality. God is always fair, always just at all times. And we need to try to be the same exact way. And the way these TV stations talk to you, you would think there was never a successful black man ever living on earth. But you see them all the time. There are success stories in business, politics, science, sports, and entertainment in every facet of life. In case you haven't noticed, Obama, he was black, right? I laugh when I hear black, successful, wealthy men talk about how impossible it is to succeed as a black man. Excuse me, don't you own a Maserati? Aren't you wealthy? I don't get it. And again, 
I'm sure there still exists discrimination, but not nearly as much as the news anchors claim. You know what the major obstacles were and are in the black community? Well, you got families with no fathers, poor education in the schools, and black-on-black -black crime, especially in Chicago, for instance. Why aren't politicians attempting to change all that instead of pitting us one against the other? Well, because they live in a bubble. And they're paid off to be robots and do as they're told. Realize that the media does not reflect true society. Let me repeat that. It does not reflect true society. I see most Americans get being kind to one another, spreading the love, as they say, as we should. The book says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Secondly, Love your neighbor as yourself. Just remember that. Love your neighbor as yourself. So when if, you, if you're in a discussion or argument or you're in some type of situation that, that doesn't show much love going on, too much hatred, too much animosity, just check yourself and turn the tide. Go love's way and love your neighbor as yourself. Don't be mean and cruel. You wouldn't like it, right? So don't do it to anybody else. It's pretty simple. And people are so scared to be called a racist nowadays. First of all, about the one accusing the other of being a racist, who gives you the authority to deem that on another person? Who are you? If anything, you're the racist. And I got to tell you, I'm a 60-year-old white guy, and in general, I've never disrespected people. I don't care what race you are, but sometimes we're so self-conscious in the way we treat people just to make sure we're not seen as a racist, it gets you in trouble. You end up saying the wrong thing. Like when I was a baseball umpire for my friend's kid, and, and then he came up the bat, I, I had it in my head that I wanted to be fair and I didn't want to show any favoritism because he was my friend's kid and everybody knew it. So the more I thought about that, the more it screwed me up. I was calling balls, strikes, strikes, balls. I think I ended up giving him five strikes instead of three. Fans were getting unruly. Somebody threw a tomato at me. But that was all right. I caught it and set it down and later put it on my hoagie. So I won. It worked out quite fine that way. But the point is I screwed up big time umpiring. And why? Because it was in my head. I didn't want to be unfair and be called a cheater. And that relates to this racism situation. If you're frozen in fear of saying something wrong, you probably will. So see people as people only. Without race, color, or creed. Otherwise, it's just going to screw you up. And if you do say something out of line and somebody calls you on it, then simply apologize. That's what apologizing is for. If you happen to say something out of line to a black guy or a white guy, you should not be permanently classified as an evil racist. No, you're not. You just said something you shouldn't have. So what? It happens. Just apologize and don't do it again and move on with your life. That's how that transaction should operate. That's how it should be.
They, they, they label you and stone you and burn you at the stake. Shut up. And you put that in everybody's head. No. Take it right out. Don't be pawns. Don't be played. Again, let's all concentrate on spreading the love, as they say. Spreading the love. The book says, if anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has not seen, cannot love God, whom he... Uh, uh, see, I screwed it up. Reading. Reading wasn't, wasn't ever my forte. But I got to read these quotes, right? I can't mesmerize, mesmerize them. Memorize them in my head. Let's do that again. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. There you go. That makes sense. And who's going to hate on another person? Well, why do people do that? That takes too much energy. Who cares? Let it slide. You keep a hate on you and you keep a grudge on you. And then you forget and you start talking to the person and then it comes back to you. Oh, wait a minute. I have a grudge against him or her. I can't be talking and being sociable to, to that person. You forget. And then you remind yourself and then you don't talk for another 10 years. What kind of craziness is that? Okay, let's see what we learned so far, shall we? Don't Bring Up God is a radio show hosted by Robert with his sometime friend and nemesis, I can't tell which, the board guy. It airs every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB 790 AM. Don't Bring Up God is a live call-in show at 610-720-7900 where you can give comments of intelligence, wisdom, stupidity, ridiculousness, or even insanity. Now that's what real freedom is all about. We play no favorites here. Come one and all. Except maybe for you, listening at the kitchen table, unshaven, in your polka dot underwear. You, maybe we can do without. We've also learned we can agree and disagree with the content of God in the Bible without wishing hell upon each other. So let's keep this locomotive radio show going. Woo-woo! And call 610-720-7900. Uh... So I don't like to be self-conscious when I talk. No. Got the monkey on your back. One wrong word. No. I like the freedom of shooting from the hip. Yeah. Out of hopefully my store of goodness. Like the book says, you talk and you behave out of your store of goodness as opposed to your store of evil and badness and wrongness. Hopefully that store is empty and closed. So if you have this big store of goodness that you've been developing for years over a lifetime, then you don't have to worry about what comes out of your mouth. It should all be good. But if you, if you flop up, if you make a mistake, if you say something over the line, then apologize. Apologize. Don't make a big scene about it. Don't start calling everybody this, that, and the other thing, labeling them. Oh, one little slip up. And he's this way, and you, and you peg him for the rest of his life, being a certain way. Get out of here. We're all flawed human beings roaming around on this rock. Let each other alone, all right? You're no better. Or you think you're better? You could be, I guess, but probably not. 
we're all on the same even keel here, as far as I see it. So let's stop pointing the finger and calling everybody a racist. Racism! Racist, racist, racism! Sick of that word. I'm going to tune off out of that word, on that word, or away from that word. Uh, I think we should get rid of that word. In my opinion, it's an overused, played-out, stupid word. Yeah, how's that? How's that freedom of speech? I don't want to hear it. This world, as it is now, is so mixed with all kinds of different races, in case you haven't noticed, along with intermarriages. Nobody cares anymore if you're black, orange, green, or red. Nobody cares. Although, maybe I wouldn't want to be green. I, I wouldn't want to be mistaken as a green pepper. Somebody will slice me up and throw me on a pizza or on a steak sandwich. We can't have that. So let's, let's eliminate green. Green. The Wicked Witch of the West was green with all that makeup. I think she walked around like that in real life. It suited her so well. In fact, maybe that's the way she really was. And in real life, she put on the white makeup to cover up on it. Ah, like these politicians, these fakeroid people. Ah, put on a facade. Who are you kidding? And if somebody happens to be rude to another person, don't be so quick to say, oh, it's because of discrimination or racism once again. That person is most likely rude to everybody, including his family and friends. So why shouldn't he be rude to you? Or if somebody is quiet and uncomfortable around you right away, Oh, it must be racism. I smell racism going on here. No, you don't. You nut. They're quiet and uncomfortable around most people. They're just not sociable. Not just to you. Don't think you're so special that the whole world revolves around you. It doesn't. Get a grip. So what actually is the definition of racism this word that's used a thousand times a day over the tv set i think we should stop watching tv to tell you the truth there's nothing on there but garbage and porn soft porn at least it, it, it's it's uh the workshop of the devil as they say it's a tool of satan himself just to corrode your brain and break you down you don't think it's breaking you down, but it is. So racism, let's see. Let's see if I can get through a definition without messing it up and babbling and, and screwing it up. You get the idea. All right, I'm going to go extra slow so I don't. Okay, racism. racism. Ah, see, I did it. Here's the definition. It is a prejudice discrimination, or antagonism directed against the person or people on the basis of their membership of a particular racial or ethnic group, typically one that is a minority or, mar or marginalized. Okay, I said that pretty good. I kind of bumbled at the end because I was thinking of another thought. I was thinking how these anchors, they talk so slow and... 
with such dramatics like all of them do. The presidents even also do it most of the time. I like Trump when he's not reading and when he's off the cuff with his freedom of speech and he lets it fly. But most speech givers, which are the politicians, they talk slow and they try to make it dramatic. But the real reason they stop and pause is so they don't screw up the speech. Because when you go slower, it's easier not to make a mistake. You get the idea? But I don't care. I like ramming it through. I do. So I bubble up every now and then. Bumble up. Bubble up. Is that a word? See, I just did it. I don't care. I just like ramming it through. Let it fly. And if I screw up every now and then, too bad. Who cares? Call me a racist if I do, huh? Come on, call me right now. What's the number? 610-720-7900. Call me a racist. I don't care. I've had it. All right, that definition I just read, I can pretty much agree with that. Yes, I can. Uh, to me, it, uh, it makes sense. But this next definition, I cannot. It says racism is the belief that different races possess distinct characteristics, abilities, or qualities, especially so as to distinguish them as inferior or superior to another. Well, generally speaking, that can be very true. Compare a six-foot-five muscle-bound specimen of a black man to a short, meek Japanese man. Who's going to be superior and inferior in the sport of football? You tell me. Who's going to be who's going to be picked first or last for the football team at any level? I guarantee you the first one pick will not have a name of Hirohito. It's not going to happen. Is that racism? No, it's not. It's just the way it is. Back off. Knock it off. The point is, there are characteristics and abilities more or less present depending upon one's genetics. That's just a fact of life. Unlike what Thomas Jefferson said, we are not all created equal. The book says, yes, with his great knowledge, the Lord makes men unlike. In different paths, he has them walk. So, we're not all alike. God has made us different to perform different tasks in this life. And why not? Variety is the spice of life. Just like those lunatics trying to say a man and a woman are the same without any difference between them whatsoever. What are you, nuts? I've never seen a woman with a hairy back. Right there. Major difference. Accept it. Live with it. Entice it. Enjoy it. Can you enjoy a hairy back? Women, do you like hairy backs? Not on yourself. I mean guys. On guys. It's kind of fuzzy. It's like petting a doggy. I could see that. Yes? No? Maybe? Hey, NJ, what's up? Hey, let's put it all into perspective, Robert. You do that. He healed the lame, cleansed the leper, 
made the blind to see, even brought the dead back to life. And what did they do to him, Jesus? Falsely accused, tried, beaten beyond recognition, back ripped apart, crown of thorns, nailed to a cross, and yet he, the second part of the Trinity, the Son of God, God the Son, was able to speak the greatest words ever spoken. And what were they? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Hey, and NJ, maybe, the- maybe it was all about racism for crucifying Jesus, because he was a Jewish man, and if anything, he had darker skin as opposed to lighter skin, and out in the sun all day in the wilderness and everything else— Who knows? He could have been a lot closer to a black man than a white man. Maybe the whole thing was racism. Racism! Well, he he was moving in on to the Sadducees, the Pharisees, the Sanhedrin. They were moving in on their territory. NJ, do you care if if Jesus was actually black? No, that does not. No, 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 it's not. Listen, you know what? And actually, thank you for saying that, because you know what it comes down to? It's not the color of a person's skin. It's the condition of their heart. And that's what Jesus is all about. That's what Jesus is all about, changing our heart condition. Well, let me ask you this. Do you care if Santa Claus is black? <laughs> doesn't do it. Doesn't no no. Doesn't, Some people do. They make a big nothing. stink about black and white and green and orange. Who cares? I could see, but, like you know, I said, years from, ago, perhaps, but not now. Robert, where does it come from? From the pits of hell. Who? The liar. He was a liar, a deceiver, and a murderer from the beginning. He enjoys all this strife. He enjoys all this chaos. He's the father of chaos. And when I can, and when I say I could see it years ago, I meant to say that I could see discrimination being real years ago, but it's nothing like today where people are much more accepting. See, I made a quite a little mistake there. Somebody could have construed that as racism, so I'm still waiting for someone to call and call me a racist. Do it. I want to hear it. Robert, I just heard something yesterday. Let's put it in perspective. They said that in our country, 13% of our population is black. But yet, we elected a black president. Exactly. Where's the racism? That. Where's the racism? Where is the racism? I mean, you know, it just, listen, they're blowing it out of proportion. They're taking it. They're using it to destroy our country. And that's what it's about. We have to realize that that's what it's about. The best case I can think of is Corey Tin Boone, whose family used to shelter Jewish people. They got caught, they got put into concentration camps, and what happened was um, her, do- her daughter, her sister Betsy died, and there was one particular individual, SS officer, that was responsible for it. After the war and everything, she was giving a lecture, a talk, and she, there was a line of people waiting to talk to her. When All right, she get to the point, Jay, knows- and Jay, I got to get to the, to the call. Okay, to let me get to the point. The man came up, the SS officer came up to her, and took, put his arm out and asked her if she would forgive him, and she stopped. And you know what? She couldn't do it on, the, on her own, because you know what? To be religious is natural, but to be spiritual, supernatural, it was of the Holy Spirit. She called upon the Lord and the Holy Spirit and said, help me. And then not only did she, she not only put her arm out, she embraced the gentleman 
and said she forget, forgave him, he became a Christian. Well, um, I, I got to say, thanks for the call, NJ. Thank the you. only God way God. we're going to get rid of racism is, here's my idea. Let's start calling each other racist all the time throughout the day. And then the person that is being called that, just say thank you. Thank you. Let's break the definition apart on racism. Let's make it a good thing. Like as if to say, you're a good looking man or woman. That's what racism means now. So, hey, you're racist. And then thank you. Let's change the definition that you're good looking or bad looking. That's the only way we're going to break this stupid thing that we're in. People are so concerned about politics today. Instead of being on left or right, like your very life depends on it, how about being up or down? Heaven or hell? Yeah, your life does depend on that, comrades. Don't bring up God keeps it all in perspective. No donkey or elephant party here, just God and the Bible. Don't bring up God is here uh, Sunday mornings on WAEB 790 AM from eh, 8 to 9, give or take. Give Robert a call at uh, 610-720-7900. And by the way, is donkey Democrat or Republican? Eh, who knows? Who cares? That number again to call is uh, 610-720-7900. Hey, NJ, no doubt you're still listening. Here's what I decided. I call you NJ because your name is Walt, and we had another caller named Walt, as we all know. Now, if that first Walt, evidently, he's decided not to call the show anymore, and that's his prerogative. I wish the best for Walt. I like Wall. I consider him a friend. But if he doesn't call today, I am now going to deem you, NJ, Walt. We're going to use your real name, Walt, because we can't have two Walts, of course. We can't have that. So your name from now on is your real name, Walt, unless Walt from before happens to call today and resume his calling from time to time. And if he doesn't want to, that's fine. That's all good. As I said, let's spread the love, all right? So thanks for the call, Walt. So the truth is, the truth, do we know the truth anymore? Do we, is there truth in this life? Seriously. Maybe Barry can answer. Barry, what's up? You know, they talk about this here, uh, racism and all, all these protests and tearing down the statues. I think it's all about, I, heard it, I think I heard it mentioned before, Tearing down the, the, the old order and, and replacing it with a new world order. That's what I think it's all about. It's all Illuminism and, and one world government and uh, uh, a world government controlled by an by, by antichrist type individual. Uh, it's, it's all one worldism. That's what it's all about. You're 100% right, Barry, because these statues, first of all, Nobody even knows what they are, a lot of people, especially the, the protesters. You, you think your average person is going to analyze a statue and relive the history and talk about it with his friends as a daily conversation? That doesn't happen. Basically, nobody cares about the statues. They look pretty. They're decoration. That's the end of it. But people got to make a big stink about it again. It's ridiculous. Oh, like I say, on the surface, they they uh, 
they deceptively make it look, look make it appear as if it's about all anti-racism and and all kumbaya, love, lovey-dovey, this and that. And it's actually about destroying the old order and 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 catapulting a new one. That's 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 there is an agenda behind it. And it's, I could put I a know. statue up of Magoo. That what's that guy? That cartoon character Magoo. Yeah, with the glasses. Is it, what's his car, full name? What's his full name? No, Mr. Magoo. That's all I yeah, know. Yeah, that's Mister. I forgot the Mister. They could put a statue of Mr. Magoo anywhere. And people at first will say, oh, look at that. That's funny and move on and never notice it again. And that's and that's how it is with all these statues. I mean, everybody, you're, you're not falling for this stupidity, are you? Well, I'm not. That doesn't mean the general public isn't. Yeah, you know? They're being paid off one way or the and, other, and, brainwashed. And, 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 and now, the, now the coronavirus is, is conveniently making a, re, a resurgence. You know, notice that they're saying, "Oh, it's all out of control now." And Texas and Florida, uh, now, now it's an excuse to implement more government control. You know, you know the government should be you. a minimal force in our life. It shouldn't be talked about and analyzed every day, day in and day out. If that's happening, right there is a red flag. Well, they're they're accustomed people into uh, into accepting more government control and more totalitarianism. You know, they're not telling you that that they. They're doing more testing now. That's why there's more cases. They're, they're, they're just testing more people. That's why it's that's why it's appearing as if the uh, the what do you call it the the virus is on an increase. It's on a rise. So people are accustomed and, and willing to accept more government control and uh, stipulations to the point where they can't think for themselves. Where they have to have the government think do thinking for them. You know, it's just scarier and scarier and scarier. Yeah, and we have to hold our ground and keep our freedoms no matter what. Thanks, Barry. Bye, bye, bye. The truth is about racism, all right? We are the same in a lot of ways, but also different in many others. Yes, we are all made in the image of God after his likeness, but nevertheless have different talents and abilities. That's just the way it is. The book says, like clay in the hands of a potter, to be molded according to his pleasure, so are men in the hands of their creator, to be assigned by him their function. All right? That's pretty clear. Now, I must say, way back in the 1960s, I felt and saw a discrimination against black people. I did. I saw black people not getting hired when they were qualified, treated differently because of the color of their skin. I saw it back then. And as a white guy, I hated it. You know, I just said, you know, there's there's just something inside me that said, this can't be right. But that was many years ago. It is not the same today as it was back then, 50 to 100 years ago. It's just not. It's like wearing bell bottoms so many years ago. Do we wear bell bottoms anymore, bell bottom pants? No, of course we don't. I used to love those things also, by the way. Uh, at the the bell uh, uh, by your feet, it was like two feet wide. You could hide a fire hydrant under there. They were beautiful. I love bell bottoms. We should bring them back. But maybe, hey, as I think about it, maybe there's pockets of discrimination in the big cities. I don't live there. I don't know. But I got to tell you, all the times I went to New York and Philly, I never saw elements of racism. I just didn't. 
Yes, there is unfairness in every walk of life. We know that. But I'm sorry. Just as that black dude said on Facebook that I talked about earlier, we don't see an issue with racism. Yeah, you heard me right. We don't see an issue with racism. A lot of white people say that, but not only white, a lot of black people say the same thing. Of course, you'll never hear that. And if I would say that, there would be some black dude that they that they uh, rounded up to, con- to convince everybody as he shakes his head at me, oh, you're a white guy, you just don't know. Yes, I do. I have eyes. Don't tell me what I see and what I don't see. I don't see racism. I'm going to say it again. I don't see racism. And then he'll be shaking his head or her. Oh, I feel sorry for you. You don't know the plight. Yeah, I do know the plight. Way back when. That same plight isn't going on now. Get it through your head. It's not. Is there unfairness in every race, in every walk of life? Yes. But don't, but don't make it into something it's not. We are not fighting a civil war right now between the terrible white people and the almighty black people. We're all in the same boat. We're all buddies and friends. I have black people look at me with a smile and say, dude, you're not going to fall for what they're saying on the news, are you? (laughs) Blacks and whites, we're buddies, we're pals, we're on the same side. There's no animosity anymore. There's friendship. So you stupid news agencies, get out of here. Let's turn them off. I can't take it anymore, as you can plainly see in my voice. And I'm not the only one. No, I'm not. So let's all agree the bottom line is to do what Jesus did himself. The book says, For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks at the outward appearance But the Lord looks on the heart. Yeah. It's on what's, it's, it's in, it's on, in, in, on, mixed up. It's what's in on, look at me, I still can't say it. I'm so flustered I can't speak. It's all about the heart and mind. Yeah, that's it. I hope you can freely bring up God to family and friends, but sometimes they look at you like you got worms crawling out of your ears. As if what is wrong with you? Their message is loud and clear. Don't bring up God. But on this show, don't bring up God, we bring up God. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's the Don't Bring Up God show with Robert every Sunday morning from 8 to 9. Yo, we talked about throwing up on a boat, the Wizard of Oz, the prostate, and the bad attitude of an ostrich. But the best, most important topics of all are God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible. Yeah, come join the party and call us live at 610-720-7900. That's 610-720-7900. All right, let's get back to the task at hand here. Yeah, uh, racism. As far as black people getting shot unfairly by the police, it happens just like that. For white people also, we forget about that side of the story. I just saw a death of a teenage white kid at the hands of a cop the other day, and it was just as pathetic as that recent black dude getting killed. It's not a racism problem here that we're dealing with. 
It's a problem with some cops overstepping their bounds and hurting the people at large. And by all means, let's fix that. Who doesn't want to fix that? But stop it with the stupid racism, racism, racism all the time. There's racism under every rock. No, there isn't. Maybe a couple bugs, maybe some ants, maybe a worm popping his head out. But not racism. No, the book says, but the man who hates his brother is in darkness. He walks in shadows, not knowing where he is going since the dark has blinded his eyes. And just as a side note, you do know that the Democratic Party was 100 percent for slavery and segregation, right? And that the Supreme Court voted to give no rights to black people. It were the Republicans on the right side of the Civil War defending the black people, not the Democrats. Another thing I laugh at, I see these white middle-aged people at these contrived rallies raising their arm with a clenched fist in some type of rebellious salute. If you ask them why they're doing that, they would have no idea. And they look so stupid and ridiculous doing it. Get that arm and fist down. Go home and cut the grass. You got no business being out there. So again, this racism is contrived to keep us fighting with one another. As we're too busy fighting with each other, what happens? Well, we fail to notice the real deceit and evil perpetrated by these politicians. Hey, we got to be smarter than that. Don't you think? Hey, Joe, what's up? Hey, uh, <clears throat> yeah, um, you know what you are, Robert? You're a waltist. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's, that's worse right. than anything. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, Walt, Walt, uh, Walt the atheist, completely off base again, perverting the word of God. Yeah, he There's was worse than order. he ever was. I don't understand what happened there. Yeah, so so here, here's the thing. You can be direct uh, racist, so to speak, right? Just out and outright racist. But then, like the Democratic Party, push a, push a racism that's a false racism. So in a sense, they're the hypocrites. They are actually racist by promoting a false racism. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's so, big business nowadays to, to promote racism. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. Uh, PragerU.com, a lot of good videos. You look up uh, the inconvenient truth about the Democratic Party, about the Republican Party, it was the Democratic Party that had the slaves, started the KKK. They didn't want to give up their slaves. The Republican Party, Abraham Lincoln, the Emancipation Proclamation, uh, freed the slaves, gave them citizenship, the right to vote, gave women the right to vote, and it, it was totally um, hijacked by the Democratic Party. So, as Barry mentioned last week, the Hegelian dialectic, you cause a problem, then the people react, and then you come up as the savior, the, the one with the solution. And that's the only way they win elections, because look, look, at, look at the results. All these And the Democrats, they do this every election, and they're doing it once again. Isn't it obvious at this point? Yeah, it, it is to, to those who are woke, so to speak, but... The ones who are brainwashed, like the Black Lives Matter people who are brainwashed, the Antifa, ironically, so the Democratic Party went from slavery, so they lost the slaves. What was their, um, you know, their recourse? Uh, they went to enslavement. So, in other words, promise 
your voter base all this stuff. We're going to get you free this, free that, free education, welfare, blah, blah, blah. We'll promise you what you want. Just vote for us. But it, it, it actually is enslavement. And ironically, Black Lives Matter are enslaved to the true racists who are the Democratic Party. And I agree 100%. The Democrats are still using slavery today. I got to let you go, Joe. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, and Jesus is the only savior out of it. I agree. Thanks. Amen. Hey, have you ever heard this Candace Owens? Candace Owens, she went to Congress twice and she was defending real civil rights for all of us. And she was amazing. The nuts at Congress, they tried to trap her, but she put all those idiots in their place. Uh, she's an incredibly smart, intelligent, assertive, beautiful black woman. A real role model that we all should support. The way she shut up those fools in Congress. It gave me a shiver up and down my spine. Look her up, Candace Owens. I guess since I'm complimenting a black woman, I must be against all white women then, right? Isn't that how it works? Oh, I must be sexist again and racist again and everything else. Oh, it's so sickening. All those ist words are sickening. They should all be thrown in the garbage. Let's stop getting fooled and manipulated by the powers that be. Blacks and whites and every race, we're all good with each other. Let's not be convinced that we're not. It's just stupid. Let's spread the love for the third time. Let's spread the love. The book says, and you've all heard this, don't say that you didn't at weddings, right? Without love, you are a noisy gong, a clanging cymbal. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. It does not put on airs. It is not snobbish. Love is never rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not prone to anger. Love never fails. Get that through your head. All roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app, now number one for podcasting. This is News Radio 790 WAEB, an iHeartRadio station.